This week, we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of unschooling. Lots of people sit on the fence trying to weigh it all out, making their lists for or against unschooling. And over in Unschooling Mom to Mom, the Facebook group, people post questions wanting to hear what everyone thinks. In the past, I've been pretty sure that society does a good enough job saying what they think is wrong with unschooling, but only unschoolers can tell you what's great about it. Then I realized that most people are way off the mark on the real pitfalls of unschooling. And yeah, there are some. Maybe we should talk about it. I'm Sue Patterson, longtime unschooling mom with three now grown unschooled kids. I pop onto this podcast each week to give you a little pep talk, just five or 10 minutes of reassurance to help you start your week and keep you encouraged. Because one thing I know after 25 years of this, unschooling works. It just does. And maybe these little podcasts can be just the lifeline you need. And if you need a little more, I'd love to have you join us in my Creating Confidence membership group. We meet on Zoom calls, in a private Facebook group, and a WhatsApp channel, brainstorming and sharing solutions to everyday issues that come up. And one of the keys to unschooling success is about finding the support that works for you. So that's why I created the coaching group. You should join us. Okay, on to the pros and the cons. Since I obviously think there are more pros than cons, because this is the choice my family made, let's start with the downside. And it's not the things you're probably thinking of, because unschooled kids are prepared for adulthood. They do get into college. They make friends. They learn to manage in the real world. But here's what I think are some of the issues that might trip you up. There's no formula. When we say individualized, we mean it. You can't copy off of someone else's paper. Read the secret recipe in some book. You have to look at your own child standing in front of you and figure out what needs to happen next. For some people, that's really freeing. For others, it can be terrifying. Usually because they or you We're taught that you're not capable on your own. Unschooling moms and dads have to overcome some personal doubts and second guessing to get to this place where they can unschool with some relative degree of confidence. And maybe that's number two. You never arrive. You never finish. You don't have boxes to check and call it done. You always have little worries here and there. Partly it's because you're a good parent. Partly it's because how do we ever know for sure about other people and what they need from us? That's why building trust and learning to communicate clearly makes all the difference. For some people, this is really hard. The third is that people pleasers sometimes have a lot to work through. Again, it's about that trust and confidence. John Holt, a pioneer in the research of homeschooling and unschooling, said that we have a hard time trusting children because we were convinced ourselves that we could not be trusted. And that's not true at all. Number four, another problem with unschooling is that you have no one else to blame if things don't go as you envisioned. 
the buck stops here, so to speak. Or as my kids used to say, tag, you're it. (laughs) And the fifth one is that all of these negatives boil down to the fact that the parent has to be willing to do a significant amount of internal work. Sometimes that can look like de-schooling, undoing all the pieces we carry with us from our own school experiences, examining them to see what's true and what are misconceptions that we have or that we were convinced were true but aren't. And sometimes our internal work has to do with our parenting or our ideas about how the adults and the children are supposed to interact. Maybe we didn't have a great childhood, or maybe it was okay, but lots of the expectations and ideas that we bring into adulthood aren't what we want to duplicate now that we're looking at it all with intention and maybe even a little more clarity. This is some serious unpacking that unschooling parents have to do usually. So those are five things that at least on the surface look like negatives. It's interesting in the end, when you push through these and you do the work that needs to happen, it makes life so much better. So they're really only negatives as you're facing what needs to be done. What's ahead. And of course, your own fears or emotional baggage are going to try to divert you from this task of unschooling. But when you think about your reasons why, when you look at that child standing in front of you who needs you to push past your fears and look at this option for them, it might be the catalyst you need. And this is a weekly pep talk about unschooling. So let me tell you the pros I see for offsetting all of those cons, the advantages to offset the disadvantages people might have to look at. And I would love it if you added more. And initially I was going to do a dozen, but I ended up a few more than that. But if you leave it in the comments, either at the transcript page or at the platform where you listen to the podcast, I would love to hear your ideas of what are the advantages or the reasons or the pros for unschooling. Because the first one I have is that unschooled kids get to have a truly individualized education. They can learn at the pace that fits them, and not because a class of same-aged kids all have to be moved from point A to point B. Unschooled kids can take their time. Much has been written about hurrying kids through childhood, from one activity to another, class to class. This slower pace allows kids to absorb more information without the stress and the pressure of rushing. It allows them to create a habit of being more thoughtful and taking their time to make decisions. Unschooled kids can get to know themselves better and develop more self-confidence. They're not trying to please others, teachers or parents or peers. This allows them to be aware of their own preferences and not have to wait until middle age to figure out who they are or what they themselves actually like. Unschooled kids get to learn that failures don't have to be humiliating experiences to be avoided at all costs. Instead, they can see these disappointments as data to help them modify their decisions for next time. Unschooled kids get to follow curiosities, explore, discover, and have fun. 
and learning takes place right along all the right alongside all those activities. Unschooled kids get to learn how to navigate their way through having freedom and being able to make choices. You can't really learn to make choices if someone is always making them for you. So even when the decision doesn't work out, it's all part of a learning process that unschooled kids have time to work through. Unschooled kids learn how to find resources and explore their interests more deeply. This skill is so much more important than memorizing rote facts that can be easily looked up on their phone. Unschooled kids get to know that their parents are prioritizing the relationship with them. How they do in school or whether they excel aren't factors that have to be considered in whether or not they have their parents' approval. Of course, everyone, most people, love their kids, but unschooled kids have the opportunity to feel truly unconditional love from their parents. Unschooled kids can be well-rested. There's also a lot written about sleep deprivation that kids have to work through, especially teenagers, but not unschooled kids. They can sleep until they're ready to wake up. In my book, Homeschooled Teens, where 75 young people spoke about their lives without school, these were the advantages that they saw in this unconventional approach to their teen years. Number one, they saw that they have a happier approach to learning. They're not convinced that learning is drudgery. They haven't had boring information shoved down their throats year after year after year. They've been exposed to real-world opportunities. They're out in it all the time. They didn't have to wait until they were 18 or only read about it in a book. They've been able to avoid unnecessary stress, bullying, peer pressure, unnecessary competition. That's all so commonplace in a school day. Their socialization opportunities are better because it's based on shared experiences and interests. It doesn't matter if someone is the same age or grade level. Do they like the same things? That's the basis for friendship. And they have better influences, primarily because of this focus on connection within the family. When a parent learns how to partner with their child, trust develops between both. It's much easier to share problems or seek help if you know your parent is going to be there to help you without judgments, and I told you so's. So there are a few pros and cons for unschooling. I hope it helps you make your decision or reinforces the decision you've already made. Okay, so join me in my membership group where I can offer a lot more support. Otherwise, I'll be back with you again next week. So enjoy your unschooling adventures.